way down in Georgia, there lives a strange collection of people. But the tide that binds them is WrestleMatch. And they love to sit around and talk about it. And that's what they fixing to do. Georgia Wrestling History proudly presents the WrestleMen of Whoopcast. We got Shane, Brian, feeling two mats. We got a grandpa too. An old foot and shot. Yes, you know they finna get right. It's the wrestle me. They talk about a wrestling. And we are very much <laughs> ready to mingle, save for Brian Blaze, who is currently spoken for. Uh, this is a wrestle, man. It's been a, you know, we, we've hit a nice cadence. We do like a two-on, one-off kind of deal. Um, we, <laughs> we're working men, and we like to work off on the weekends. But here we are. Uh, Talk a little squirt. Stuff. We got some squirt. We got some donut holes. Towns Reed sitting in with us. We're just going to have ourselves... A little wrestle time. Um, we got a lot of stuff going on, and I don't want to talk about any of that because I <laughs> had an experience in wrestling that I don't think I've ever had before. Um, we were starting Anarchy. It was the first time I'd ever worked an actual Anarchy show. I had worked while we wrestle. Um, I'd been in that building. You know, I know all those guys, but it was the first time I actually worked at the show. And I left here, and I said, I'm kind of nervous. And I didn't know why. And I was thinking about the way I was like, I know why. It's because this is Jeff G. fucking Bailey's building. That's why <laughs> I was nervous because coming in that building as a manager yeah. should rightfully, Bill, you've taken my drink. <laughs> 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 See, you show a little weakness. You show a little nervousness and they start pumping yeah. you out this immediately. Is my drink now. <laughs> this is my squirt, bitch. Um, but I was like, no, this is, this is Jeff's building. You know, Rick is a guy who is always trusted me and let me do a lot of stuff and Bill Barron's is there so I was like I'm nervous mm. and I'm like that, not to say that you know walking out every time you go through the curtain you know if you don't have a few butterflies you're probably not giving enough of a shit but like this was this was full on like crisis of identity am I good enough to do this oh my god what if I fuck this it was that kind of thing which but was it all just strictly behind the curtain or even when you went out you were still feeling kind of oh, or did it, it culminated it culminated at the point where the music hit okay. and as soon as the music hit it was like oh I got a job to do yeah and I know what I'm doing and I am good enough to do this and you know luckily I was in a, a good spot because I was with Brian with Jeter I'm with familiar guys I'm working with AC Mack, who I think is a tremendous young talent. It's like, I got this. I know what I'm doing. They trust me. If anybody didn't trust me, they would have stopped me. You know, side of, nobody made me cut a promo before. Like, I'm all right. I can do this. And I go out and I do what I do. And whether it was good or not, it's somebody else's decision. Everybody seemed to be happy about it. I was pleased with it. But I had never once had that happen to me. And this is from a person whose first night in the business 
Um, one of the guys I'm managing is having a bad reaction to some medicine, and he's <laughs> having heart palpitations. Um, it's the first time I'm doing it. Uh, a person, yeah, oh well, yeah, Jagged Edge. He had, he had oh. just popped his arm out at Anarchy like a couple weeks prior, and he was on, you know, I don't know oh. if it was painkillers or antibiotics, whatever the cocktail was, he was on. It just it it hit right at that time. He's like, man, I don't feel right, and because he was going to talk initially, and I was going to do stuff. Da, da, da. I was like, and this is as the music's playing. I'm finding this out. Mm-hmm. Stephen Platinum is in the audience. This is mm-hmm. a worst nightmare scenario. Um, but even that didn't didn't bother me. But that was probably for preparation. You know, I worked this thing out. I knew what I was going to say. Blah, blah, blah. And then same thing. Uh, the main event gets screwed up because uh, we're working uh, Bull Buchanan. So that was already that. Yeah. And you know, somebody he has a family emergency. He has to leave. So I now have to go explain why the main event is not going to be the main event. But again, that didn't bother me. But it was that building, and more <laughs> importantly. The dude whose shoes I was stepping into, I'm doing air quotes, so when he hears this, he'll say, Motherfucker, thought he was stepping my goddamn coochies. Fuck him. No. I, but it was, you know, clearly the, the anarchy manager role yeah. is Jeff. Yeah. It's Reverend Dan. Dan, right. Um, so it's big shit, you know, to the point where I'd never ask a booker, like, what do you want? How do you want to look? I asked all those questions because it just, it felt... It was different. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a different. So I'd never had that. I was like, oh my God, this probably happens to people all the time. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Is the times where you felt like you were going to shit to bed. Um, <laughs> so let's start with Brian Blaze. And uh, like, so like, let's do, let's do a couple iterations of this. Let's go once when you were young, didn't know what you were doing. What was the worst fucking time for you, Brian, getting started? Um, I think uh, I think it was the first time I actually wrestled Mason. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was still doing the uh, Biggest Loser gimmick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Underrated gimmick, <laughs> by the way. So can you explain for our viewers what that what does that mean? What was the Biggest Loser gimmick? I don't even, I, I don't even know how to explain it. Really. <laughs> the thing was, I started doing it and it was like, Steve was like, let's do this gimmick where like, you just a guy just getting wrestling trying to lose weight and stuff. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. And then like, by the time we get back to start running shows, I had lost so much weight already. <laughs> that it worked. <laughs> it was like, good. We, could, we can't do this for too long. So I went from doing that to being a concrete gorilla very quick. Yeah. But I was doing that and like this was like my first time getting like a real push and like it was in and it was in there with Mason. So I was like, okay, we're gonna go out there and we're gonna do this and like I was And like, Mason is super easy to work with. Probably mm-hmm. one of the nicest dudes you've I've come across in wrestling. He's the me of everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going through the curtain, like you're in some damn uh gym shorts. Yeah, tank top. And then you also did the way back, which I had never seen that as a Nobody thing has ever seen a way back. A way like wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Are you talking about a way back? No, 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 no. I don't know what that is. You like had a perm that was like fresh back. You remember when you had that wave, that I'll be shirt cut? No, it was a uh it was a thing. It was an exercise that we did in elementary, and it wasn't. A, it wasn't an exercise. It was like uh, toes, knees, way back. I got you. I got you. And I got like you, I when got Steve you. pitched the idea, like the first thing I thought of was like, 
I can do that into an elbow drop. And it got Oh, Brian, this is really good. <laughs> I don't remember it. I didn't even know what that was. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, I didn't. It was like, yes, keep that, keep that. I was like, okay. Go on, bring the weight back back. So, like, I was like. You I was in a chair now. <laughs> uh, As Jim working the PCW booking meeting. <laughs> like, we, I'm nervous as hell. We go out there and we had a match. Where was this? Where was the it show? Was at, it was at the Academy. At Academy. Okay. It was at the Academy. We had a match. I think this was when Mason had like all the, the all the witnesses, witnesses and everything. And yeah, like, so it was so much that we could do. With and Mason match. was like he was being presented as the topish heel. Um, yeah, he, he was and he was good and he looked great and he had a great gimmick and he had great music and he had a throng of witnesses who were just dudes in like uh, Mormon outfits um, who would second him to the ring and they would make they would make the stairs for him and he would climb they on did, top of them. They did the dog castle. Yeah, all yeah, yeah, all cool stuff. And you're walking into this is how many matches did you have at this point? A hundred. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just by, just how we ran. No, this was this happened. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> This is like two months into the academy. Okay. So it was like maybe December, January. Yeah. Around yeah. That time. So I had wrestled in front of people maybe eight to ten times. Yeah. So it's still like, very, very young. Didn't I, know. We was out there. I thought we was. I thought we was doing fine. We got to the back and it was like your nerves got you. So I was like, did it? I, I thought we was good. It's like, eh, it was all right. You should. You forgot this, you forgot that, and it's like, well, not not moves, but she's like selling and the uh, the little things, yeah, like yeah. all the little things went out the window, and it was like you just was you going through the motions, yeah, one, yeah. two, three, yeah, it was like oh, yeah, You're running like a practice drill. Yeah. <laughs> well, Myers, um, you had had a lot of, you had been in front of people, yeah, a ton by the time you got to the wrestling portion of your life. Um, so did that help? Yeah, it didn't. It, cutting promos didn't ever scare me. Uh, I mean, a little bit of it, the impromptu nature of it got a little wonky sometimes because if, when you'd be in, because I had like an interview segment, that was kind of like I started off doing like yeah. a little interview segment, and so sometimes everybody didn't always get what they, because my thought was always like, I'm just going to put you over, and I was like, don't worry, I'm, I'm a chicken shit heel, I'm going to put you over, but then sometimes people would just be like, I'm just going to use you to get heat the right. whole time, and uh, it was like everybody. Yeah, yeah, everybody just crapped all over me. So that was a little bit weird to get used to. It was like, oh, weird, all right, I'm just going to be, all right, I guess I'm going to be crapped on for the next five minutes. That's cool. Who um, was the worst offender? Come on, give it to me. Give me the worst offender. Um, you know what? I love Simon Sermon, but Simon just shit all Simon over. will eat you alive. He ate me alive. Si- Dr. Simon Sermon, Roman Reigns attendant, yeah. will eat you alive, whether it's out in the ring, backstage, <laughs> on the phone, on Facebook. If you, that's just his natural yeah. thing. He'll chew you up. Oh, yeah. yeah I could imagine Simon Sermon going yeah. in on you. Because I, one of the things was like, because I wore like nice suits, but I always wore like, and I still do this, I wear shoes that I don't mind getting beaten up because people step on your feet. Right. You your shoes up. I was like, I'm not wearing nice shoes. People screw them up. And he tore me yeah. up on my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, they're therapeutic shoes. Like, I was just saying, I had to wear like you therapeutic had shoes. Yeah, I had like. <laughs> so yeah, he oh, turned me up. God, good. you come out here. Oh, <laughs> god damn it, Simon Sermon. We're lucky. That's, that's a whole episode. By yeah, I will, I will gladly do an hour on Simon Sermon stories. 
<laughs> tell him, Townsy. So yeah, so that was that that was that was a little bit weird getting used to. But I do remember one time wrestling at the Jungle, and I oh. never yeah, and I the Jungle was like this uh, gay bar, and we had connections there. But I guess through Simon, I guess yeah. I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, um, so we went there, and then they were like, Steve told me the day before, he goes, you're going to wrestle Chip Day. I had never met Chip. I didn't know him. And uh, I went online. It's like the first person I'd ever, because up until then, I had wrestled only people that I trained with. Yeah. So it was okay, because I was just like, oh, I know Brian. It's okay to wrestle him. I know these guys, so I know what they're going to do. I didn't know Chip, so I went online. I watched his matches, and he was really good. I saw what his comeback was, and I was like, I'll be fine. But then I got in there, and I was, I was just so scared. And not only was it Chip Day, it was young Chip Day. Yeah. Um, also, it was the jungle, and it was the jungle. Because, yeah. It was the front row, I guess, of regular attendees of the jungle. Yeah. And they let you have it. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was <laughs> all Simon <laughs> Sterling right in the front row. It was like a video game that where like the front row is just the same person. Yeah, ever and you know, Simon. Chip came from a very different place than you guys had. You know, yeah. not to say that Chip didn't know what he was doing, but like Chip was. A rampage guy, and he yeah. was a Jimmy Rave guy, and that's just a different style. Yes, than what you guys certainly would have been accustomed to, because that was a different way of telling stories, a different kind of match. And Young Chip Day, that was one of his first forays out of his comfort zone. Yeah, and so he's got to make he's got to make his bones too. So yeah, that is a situation and, rife. And I, I'm a gimmick guy, and he's yeah. a wrestling guy. Yeah, like he can do he can do it all. And he was we talked about going through the finish, and he goes, "I'll dive off and do a double knee." To your face, and I was You're like, "Not my face." <laughs> I was like, "And how does that happen? How do you how do you do that without like getting two knees in my face?" And he took great care of me. And then actually, afterwards, when I watched it, I was like, "Oh, I really like that match." But it was yeah. just a different style, and I was so like, "I'll just bump around for you and do goofy stuff." Hullig, hullig, hullig. Yeah, and yeah, he, Memphis, he, Memphis, Memphis. He had all the moves, and so he took good care of me. But I was scared shitless going into him. Let's stay on Chip for just a minute. Like, he was good from. A very early age. Yeah. Like, scarily. He was frighteningly good at an early age. Um, so when he when he came to PCW, um, how old was he, Brian? Do you know? He's two years younger than me. So at the time, I was 23. So he had yeah, 21. 21, yeah. so young. Just yeah. young. And it, but, but he had been in the business, shit, for seven years at that point. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and he was, and he and he acted like. I mean, I, I didn't think he he didn't big time me, but he just yeah. seemed like a guy who knew what he was doing, and where I was just like, yeah, okay, was, I'm just gonna listen to you. That was one of my first views, yeah. like as a heel. Yeah, yeah, that him then followed by Simon. Yeah, oh, that's good. <laughs> Bill, oh, you never get nervous. You're just a <laughs> heart of stone. Nothing can his stop apathy. You. He just gets stronger yeah, in his yeah, apathy. Yeah, that is not true. <laughs> um, the first so. I don't know why it worked this way, but I went from doing shows at the school yeah. to my first indie booking, like at, at GCW out in Phoenix City. Yeah. Which at the time was a big deal. Not like, spelled accurately, but no. yes. <laughs> I, I assumed that the people who gave me directions didn't know how to spell. Working gimmick, and then I got there and I was like, oh shit. It's an Alabama spelling. We don't need no. those. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, at the time it was pretty big. There were. There were Bull was there, David Young. Yeah, it was it was a big time promotion for when it was where it was for a while. Yeah, Yeah, that was that was there were a lot there was a lot of talent there. Yeah, I'll say that. And so that was my first outside school thing. Wow. 
And I, I just remember walking in and seeing people that I had seen on TV. And like, <laughs> oh, shit. And, you know, like, I still wasn't solid on what I was doing. Yeah. you know, I, I don't, I'm not normal. Like, I don't have the normal gimmick. Right, right, right. And so I still wasn't sure where, I, where it was as far as, like, What were you doing at that time? The exact. Well, I mean, not the exact, but I was. I I was, was in my. Mike I was gonna say, was this pre or post Mike Knox? I was. I was Bill the Bruiser at the time. <laughs> Which again, legitimately, though, that was that, the name. that that adds to the flavor of walking into this place mm-hmm. with guys who you, who you know have been around, mm-hmm. guys that don't know you, and think, oh my God, who is this schmuck mm-hmm. who thinks he's gonna do Bruiser? Mm-hmm. That adds to the whole yeah. uh, lethal cocktail. Um, also, um, the guy who ran it at the time was like, you know, you may want to think about getting, uh, he was the boot covers of Brody. Yeah. Right? And he said it in a way that I was like, oh yeah, I don't want to do that. So <laughs> That's too much. He just said I could think about it. And yeah. So I, I didn't do it. And I showed up and he was like, where are they? Did anybody ever give you like any sort of like... Because it is like obviously an homage to Bruiser Brody. Did anybody ever give you shit about that, or was everybody like, "Oh, it's bad"? No, no. In fact, I got I kind of got pushed into it. That wasn't my plan when I started wrestling. Like, what um, was your plan originally? <sighs> oh, 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 come on, come <laughs> um, The two words that I could think of to use it are a sociopathic rapist. <laughs> <laughs> this rapist gimmick just never took off. Um. So I would I would go to the show early, right? And I'd put on a mask and I'd hide in the audience. <laughs> and then I would attack my victim. And then I would act like I'd done nothing wrong. Like they wanted it the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And did you have a name? I did. Rape the rapist? <laughs> no, it was... Uh... It was just gonna be Valentine. Oh, alright, okay. You know. okay. <laughs> Casanova Valentine, and I was a rape enthusiast. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was some Marilyn Manson. It's called it's it's Saint with the S in parentheses. Yes, 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 yes. I know something. There's a line in there. It's like because I'm not an artist. I'm a fucking work of art. And I was that was like I was gonna rip all over that. Like, that was gonna be. Yes. I don't. I had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all have it. But yeah. We yeah. all have it. So how was it, the school shows, did, was there any nerves involved with that because you knew it was a school show, it was free, that it was specifically designed for you to learn how to work yeah. in front of people in the most, uh, the most comfortable environment possible? No. There, there weren't really nerves. Yeah. Um, there was at one point, I, I started in December of the first year that I got there, when I got there in my October. I had my first match right before I went home for Christmas. And then I worked a couple more shows. And then from like February to July, for whatever reason, I just stopped going. I don't I don't even... It wasn't like... I wasn't scared of it. I wasn't like... Right. I just... Life kind of got in the way. And then I didn't have the effort for a while. And so I remember when I came back, I was a little worried. Just because like... Because of rust? No, I mean... Rust I never even, sleeps, Bill. I wouldn't even call it rust. <laughs> like... It was because I felt like I when I came back that I hadn't necessarily gotten far enough to be on my own already mm. and then I you know slacked off and then I was walking back in and you know I mean there's there's always a thing where everyone wants to be like oh you think you're big and so I figured that was going to be one of the things <laughs> like people are kind of looking for it yeah so yeah. that yeah um, with your thing you didn't when did you get a man I know 
you and Myers do stuff. I get a like, man all day. Um, <laughs> when did you get, like, I can't believe somebody wasn't trying to saddle you with a manager every step of the uh, way. I went to GCW, they did. And he was great, and he quit. Who was he? His name was Princeton Ganey the Third, and he was—he was originally. We've talked about Death Row before. Yes, whatever. Yes. Um, and uh, <laughs> and he was so Death Row was supposed to be from an insane asylum mm-hmm. when he was in GCW, and so the guy that played Princeton was his intern, <laughs> and he was just—he came out like a, like an orderly. Oh, that's and, good. And he was, I mean, he was a fan favorite. They loved him because he got joke, joked around and yeah. messed with, and he was just trying to do. And then when he became my manager, he he got an inheritance and was a millionaire. <laughs> and he came out in, like, these, like, like chartreuse colored suits and, like, I giant. love this guy. It was great. It really was great. Um, and so he was my manager there. And then, yeah, I mean, it happens, I would say, probably about 70% of the time I end up, if I go somewhere and they don't yeah. have anybody, they give me someone. Yeah. Um, that's that's a tough one doing your thing because everybody thinks as a heel some talking's got to happen and quite frankly they're right because if you let your thing go without some sort of heater babyface yeah. just yeah. turns into babyface yeah. because who doesn't want to see a motherfucker that comes out with a chain and throws and just kicks the shit out of people yeah. Yeah. that thing's gonna get over I mean Bruiser Brody with he, he would go different places and be different things but that's why he couldn't stay anywhere long mm-hmm. enough because at some point. People like that kind of crazy maniac, yeah, exactly. except for Japan, because you know people want to deal with their problems just by punching. Right, so, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shit, I'm gonna take a chain to work tomorrow. Yeah. If goddamn Frank an accountant pops off to me, give <laughs> a chain in his face. <laughs> Brian, we're back to you for another embarrassing story. Uh, when it has it happened more recently, or has it happened? I guess when you didn't expect it to. Uh. I think, like, my first match out of jail, outside of PCS. Yeah, that's where you've essentially had two fucking, yeah. uh, like, two starts. <laughs> um, you had a six-month sponsored by the good people in Clayton County um, <laughs> that we will not get into. I just will state for the record, Brian was innocent, he was yeah. found innocent, and not only was he found innocent, he didn't do shit. Except for give that person Nina, but that's a whole everything. <laughs> he was just taking care of her. I, he takes care of her. She's a part of the story too. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so you're so you're I back. Work, I work. lost weight again. You just cannot. <laughs> Every time you go away, you lose a lot of weight. And I worked, came my first match back at PCW, and then genius Nina, stroke of booking, by the way. Nina had to go to some <laughs> show. I don't even. I know. think I heard that wrong. Brian K. Brian. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. White Brian. Yeah. <laughs> not the big red machine. No, 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 not, not hard Mer- subject. Not America Kane. <laughs> I don't even. It was somewhere like Middle Georgia. She had to go and work a show. And so, as always, I. Stop and get some of that pizza from Johnny G's Fun Center. Best pizza in Middle Georgia. That's where Hacksaw Jim Duggan eats anytime he's in Middle Georgia. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> if you ever went to Rampage, they had this thing that played on a loop. And part of it was Hacksaw Jim Duggan giving an endorsement to the food at Johnny G's Fun Place, where he said it was the best pizza in Middle Georgia. And he was right! (laughs) Please. So, uh, I took my stuff, and uh, they needed somebody to wrestle, the Russian assassin. Oh! Wait, 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 wait. Which one? Uh, That's the exact same thing I was thinking. It's got to be the king. It said Middle Georgia. That's MGCW. I guess. Uh, That is, yeah, that's King David. Yeah. Renownedly known as one of the worst dudes that any of us has ever seen. <laughs> 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 you broke my 
I was like, are we going to say it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say it about this dude. He was a bad. <laughs> to be known as the worst guy out of that crew, you were. But I tell you what we'll do. We'll get Tyson Dean to just tell us a story at some point. We'll play that about, about King David. No, but it, it was the younger one. It wasn't the same dude for PCW. Okay. It wasn't that one. It was another Russian assassin. The Waterhead guy? Yes. It was oh! That it was that Russian assassin. <laughs> and so this was like my first show in front, in front of this crowd. I knew a couple of people backstage, not yeah. everybody. I didn't have music, <laughs> and I was like, they played Voodoo from Godsmack, and I was like, yeah, that fits you perfectly. That's not going, I don't, that fits you perfectly. That, that fits you in real life. <laughs> but I was just in there like, how, how's this going, because I knew the song, and I was like, this is not going to work. Did you, had, you, had you been preparing to come back, or were you just like, ah, screw it, I'll just take, a, take this gig? I was like, screw it. Because like, I was like, I'm going to get my first best PCW, then I'm going to do, do whatever. Cool. <laughs> And so after the parade of fucking character witnesses you had, <laughs> and so that that came about, and I just went out there, and like everything I was expecting was like the complete opposite. Because I'm like, we're in Middle Georgia, there's gonna be a bunch of rednecks out here. There's a bunch of black people out there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. yep. I was like, what? The ring was short to the ring. Yep. I was like, oh, it, it was a small ring. I wonder I what like, building it was in. I don't even know. I don't. I because we went through a kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Making his way from the kitchen. Like literally we was coming we entered through a kitchen. <laughs> I, I don't even remember the place. And like Ooh we Rick <laughs> Everything like my heart was just going hundred miles per hour. I'm like, oh okay. So we get in the ring. You have I'm, no you can't have any wind because you hadn't been able to do, you know, anything. And that, that's stuff like that. I, I really don't care about like, yeah. you going on I'm like, oh, Whatever. No, no, I said wind, wind. Oh, like you're, yeah, yeah, you hadn't right. been able, you know, you you've been fucking hanging out with the damn thugs. Um, <laughs> really can't get a lot of cardio in. Jail is not known for its cardio program. Mm, no. That's you can bulk. Yeah. But they're not known for <laughs> cardio. Just walk around the thing all day. And you can't get too fast. You <laughs> get cattle prodded. You, you got. You're out. You're you're smaller than you've been. Mm-hmm. Your gear don't fit right. You don't know how winded you are, and then you're working. A guy so, you yeah. don't know. Like it was, it was a bunch of firsts, and it was like first time I'm here, first time in front of this crowd, first time working this dude, first time with Voodoo as my music. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's the thing, though, because like it, I don't know why that's so weird. When you, your music isn't right, it feels like it feels wrong. Yeah, because then you're like, well, all right, all right. it's well, like it's like starting off on the wrong foot, yep. and you're like, oh, I can't get my thing going. Yep. And little did we know, Nina Monet would take her whole gimmick because of that night. <laughs> <laughs> So we go out there, we work the match, we get to the back. I'm like, I don't know how this went. I was like, yeah. The crowd reacted somewhat. They didn't react. The, come, the Russian sides come back. He was blown up. He was like, man, <laughs> man, this is, that was good, man. It was great. And everybody's like, yeah, this was a good match. Man. Okay. And I was like, all right. And it, what threw me off is like, a bunch of people came with me, like, man, you outworked the Russian assassin. Nobody outworks it. <laughs> 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 but that is a subtle difference in the way you guys came up with a frothing maniac <laughs> backstage, oh, yeah. who you know who was who was meticulous about detail and wanted everybody to get better, and mm-hmm. that you know 
versus other places where it's just, hey, nobody got hurt. <laughs> um, the yeah. people already paid. We needed to fill this match out. Um, that That is a very different thing to when you – because you guys know. But that's the other thing is because you were trained that way, you knew – you were probably a little better than most guys as far as, you know, just if you walked into any show anywhere, you're at least average with the rest of the card, if not better. Um, but, yeah, that that is part in of Alabama, it. In Alabama, you like Yeah, you got, <laughs> you got a little edge. You got a little edge on the ice, man. And then probably, and, and like, getting when you get done, or at least I felt for me, like, I was I was harder on myself. Absolutely, Because like, yeah. I'd be like, that match wasn't good. And people would be like, that was really good. I'd be like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> you no, don't know better. You I should have been better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's because a lot of places are like that. Because everybody yeah, just has to like, each other off. One thing that really threw me off is, like, I wasn't, I wasn't blown up. I was just yeah. like, well, I, I, I feel like I can work another match. <laughs> So I mean, let's this, play two. This must that must mean this match was shit. <laughs> Put on another God Snack song. I'll go do another match. Like, just give me a match. match. I'll go, go War Horses. <laughs> I would imagine though that that's an interesting point you bring up is having the War Horse is one of those things that. God, I, I would assume that was purely Steve's idea. I give you know I mean like but that's one of those devices that he'll never get the credit for yeah that that probably helped everybody more than anything I mean war horses and campus strike force was that was yeah. having a, a, having the ability to go out and job yeah and nobody know who you are and be able to take a beating and get used to just what does it look like when I need to lose all that shit and that what that does is prepare you. To do everything. So, again, it, it kind of mitigates the nervousness. I want to get another story from you about nerves. But first, I want to get your story about the time you worked the Russian, Matt Myers. <laughs> wait, I, I wish... Uh, wait, when did I... Oh, oh. <laughs> I was are you like, talking about dude from... Uh, that was Smackdown? the Russian that was on SmackDown yeah. <laughs> last was week. Was he really? Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, uh, Unless it's a different guy no, that, that I'm thinking... But it, it has to be that guy. He was a, yeah. looked like Taz... Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a stocky short stocky guy. Short. Yeah. Yeah. Singlet, yeah. Singlet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy yeah. was on SmackDown last week Funny. getting beat up by somebody. <laughs> yeah, I did a thing where, because um, there it, it was a wrestling show, because like, you just take these weird things and someone's like, oh, well, hey, you, and you think, okay, I don't know that place, but I'll just go to it. And I went in, and it was at the bottom part of like a uh, an office building. It was like in the basement <laughs> of an office building, and it was real weird. It was a, for the first show, and they didn't really know what they wanted to do. And I wrestled a Russian guy who didn't know what the names of moves were. <laughs> And so he was. I hit you with sickle claw. <laughs> yeah. No, if, it was, if you want to hit me with a sickle, that'd be great. And I come back and give you mother's milk and then cabbage borscht. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. It was all like names. That I was just like. So he was like, I do a power bomb. I come behind you. And, and I was like, You're going to do a power bomb from behind me? How does that work? And he's like, I grab you from behind and power bomb. And I was like, You mean like a blue thunder driver? And he was like, Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Mmm. So yeah, we had a lot. He wanted to do a uh, what's the thing that um, Nakamura does with like the, the exploder, the exploder. Yeah, he wanted to do an exploder, but he didn't know what it was, and I didn't know that guy. From... It's called a TNT Dynamite Big Bang Boom. It's Chernobyl Crunch. <laughs> like ah, oh, Chernobyl Crunch. Sure, I'll take one of those. So, hey, yeah. That's a move now. So yeah, that match was that match was the shits, and I will take the blame for that. And anybody who don't ever... you dare take the blame. Of the like five people who saw it, I was just like. 
Ooh, let's so, just. Do, do, I don't think that show ever ran again. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> but that guy's apparently on SmackDown. So yeah, for him. yeah, right place, right time. <laughs> it was a banner week for seeing people I knew on TV. Nothing's gonna top Simon Sermon. That is just the best thing ever. Who was the? I, I didn't see it. They said that there no, was, uh, there was some dude from a- NWA. No. He, yeah, him and two other dudes got jobbed out by. Uh, yeah, yeah, a bunch of others. Yeah, who yeah. yeah. uh, was? Yeah, I guess so. I didn't yes. see him, but yes. uh, I yeah. can. I can say with a certain level of certainty. Because when I saw him, I was like, I think that's that Russian dude that tried to kill Matt. <laughs> <laughs> because I knew him. I knew him from NWA Atlanta. Okay. Um, he, went to, he went to WA4. Yeah, I, I still I never knew his name. See, if this is... Oh, Russian. This, this guy... No, wait. Cause it, I think yours is a different Russian. No, okay. it was the same dude. Atlanta. Same yeah, Russian? It was the same dude. It may, mine may be different because with this guy, I couldn't pin down because you know you do the like, who trained you? And you're just trying to feel him out. Yeah. And he, eh, lots of people, lots of people. I, I think I, it's got to be the same dude, Myers. It's, uh, it's the, because it's the stocky. Yeah. Yeah, it's that dude. It's that fucking dude. Because <laughs> like, he had, just watching him work, yeah. he had a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. And he had a nice look and you know, yeah. the Russian thing's never going to get boring. Russian um, and yeah, he was Russian Taz. That's what we called him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah. That that could that, that sounds right. Sorry, Bill's showing me stuff. Yeah, we got it. We do our uh, visual visual producer uh, <laughs> Valentine <laughs> Valentine Saint Rapist. <laughs> We're no, trying to get I a confirmation. Guy. Okay. What? There's another Russian dude. Is that who you're talking? That's about? That's who I'm talking about. Yeah, this guy was he's like kind of blondish haired. Maybe yeah. he's going through a thing. Maybe I don't know. I'm gonna for the sake of my edification. Yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna say it's, it's the it same makes a better guy. story. Than the same guy. <laughs> yeah. So is there another time more recently? When you know what? Nervous? What's funny is uh, when we uh, when Bill wrestled Shane Marks at Woody's show, and we were sitting ready to go out, and like that was a pretty good crowd. Yeah. And I was trying to. Yeah, like, crowd. Yeah. Yeah. And I I liked Woody. I liked Woody. I didn't like. <laughs> I, I used to like, like Woody. Woody. <laughs> no, I, I like Woody. And so, but we had worked for him for a few times, but we were getting ready to go out, and I looked at Bill, and I was like. I'm nervous. <laughs> you knew you fucking promoing again, buddy. That's yeah. what you knew. You knew that hot shit was out there ready to do this thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and because it was one of the situations where I wasn't sure what we were, right. what, we, what it was going to look like for us. Because last time we were there, we were good guys. Yeah. You guys obviously came out as the babies, and that was what we wanted. But it was still like, okay, I don't know. I get nervous when there's a couple times I get nervous on promos. I get nervous in situations like that because I was like, I don't know what the reaction is going to be, yeah. and, and and like I can push for it, but I'm not sure I'm going to get what I yeah. want, and I don't like when I have to give like a lot of exposition. Yes, like, yes. Like yes. you're talking about with the thing where you have to explain that like why Bull's not there. And yeah, like, stuff like that makes me nervous because you have to be like, oh, when we did the cornerstone thing, and there was times that Jeff wasn't there, yeah. and Steve wasn't there, yeah. and Rachel wasn't there, and so then all I felt like I was doing was from the desk of. <laughs> From the desk of Mr. Platinum comes this promo. From the desk of Mr. Bailey comes this promo. And so I was just giving the, like, this is what they, this is what they're going to do. Yeah. And so that stuff always makes me nervous because I feel like, I'm like. That is a tough thing in wrestling. Like, a wrestling promo really is just you telling the audience what they expect to hear to a degree. Like, you know. Um, if you're if you're being a bad guy, you they expect you to do the bad guy stuff, and if you know you've had a big turn, they expect you to sort of do the bad guy stuff with a little explanation of why. Mm-hmm. And if you're a good guy, it's rah rah rah. But you were in a spot where it was a little odd. We needed them to react a certain way, and I think we ultimately got it. Yeah. But it is. But and again, you're managing a guy who's a crazy wild man who they liked and who won the big monster tournament and all that stuff. Right. And you know, 
you're, but luckily it was us, and we're pretty well established yeah. there. And I mean, come on, that fucking music comes on and shit's over with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So time like, and at least you didn't blow up on your entrance like your counterpart did. <laughs> Because I did. I blowed slap up. <laughs> so I can't do the dance party gimmick anymore. Because I was just like, yeah, I just get in there and be like, <sighs> but just go to the finish. Give me the sky bomb. We're out of here. <laughs> Noble Crunch. Yeah, yeah Noble, Crunch. Noble Crunch. Bill, if you got one more recently, um, gave me the willies. Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. Anytime you see shoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's times, uh, uh, I'm not necessarily going to be specific about it, but there are people that, that will call too much. Oh, yeah. And I don't even mean it as a lot of spots. I mean, like, there's a lot of words for each spot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know, because I, I can, you know, we can call a match and I'd be like, you know, Line drop down up corner yep. slash done. And that'll take someone else two paragraphs. Yes, that's yes. That shit makes me nervous every yes. time. Yes, absolutely. You're right. And there's a couple people that are like that. That I yeah. Uh huh. As soon as that starts, I'm like, oh, all right. And that's that's double bad because that happens not in front of anybody, and then mm-hmm. depending on when you call it, you might be sitting around, and then you got to do it again, and then you got to. Go then intermission hits and oh my god intermission you gotta wait for that and then you gotta get out of that head you gotta get into the head of crazy wild man get out of here throw chain and then go into all that stuff yeah that 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 can be we used to I used to see that a lot when we're doing all the tag team stuff and uh, you get in those things and like especially when it's tag team because. All four of you, or five of you, or six of you, depending on you know if there's managers or bunch of you've all got to be with it. Mm-hmm. And if the team themselves aren't with it, then <laughs> then it gets. And if one guy's out of it, then it messes up the whole pot. And that's where I try to stay out of it because I'm not wrestling the match. <laughs> but at some point, the the Booker instinct kicks in. Like, all right, guys, we got to stop. We got to stop, stop, stop. You're going to do this, right? And then you're going to do this. All right, that's move that over. And then we're going to do this thing to, because somebody has got to take the bull by the horns. And it just, it just that, that's the only way it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just the only way to get around it because otherwise, when one thing gets sideways, everything gets sideways. Mm-hmm. Um, and tag team matches don't have, they're, they're super easy. <laughs> They're super easy. Yeah, I remember I'll doing. Go. <laughs> I remember doing a six man that was the bullets and Pandora versus. Oh Jesus Christ! Myself and maybe Nina and Marco, and uh, y'all was crown jewel. Yeah, we were crown jewel. Yeah, and uh, but that was the thing is that because the the bullets always have very intricate stuff. Yeah, I mean because it's usually one thing into the next and very well thought out. But if the wheels come off and then things just kind of go wacky. Yeah. And uh, that was what happened. I, I guess like Nina and Marco powdered 
and I was just supposed to be like chicken, <laughs> chicken chip manager, and and uh, John just grabbed me and he goes, you know, you know what we're doing. And I went, yeah, <laughs> and that was it. But I mean, because I did know, and so that I, the finish, everything in the finish just changed. They were just like, yeah. okay, we're just we're gonna hit every, you. We're hitting it on you. Then you're gonna get up, and Pandora's gonna hit you with hers, and that's gonna be it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. But, but that stuff, I think, if I had time to think about it, then I'd be like, oh, but there's no time because there's no like, time what? because they're they're moving very quickly. Yeah. They're, like if you once. That is a sort of rite of passage for PCWs. Once you can speak bullet, you got it. <laughs> you fucking got it, man. It, it's funny because, like, a lot of people would say that. Well, on the podcast, bad stuff about the bullets. <laughs> Everybody says that about the bullets. And, like, you because me and Jeter, we were from so much. You went bullet. You speak bullet yeah. perfectly. See, I speak. <laughs> well, that's the other side, though. That's the other side of your thing is once you understand how to deal with Jeter... That's the other half of the battle. Because half, half the matches doing the stuff with the bullets, and the other half is telling you to, like, get your spot. <laughs> <laughs> from the desk of the bullets. Because from, from the floor. <laughs> I, I specifically remember one match. Somehow, me, John, and Trey was all laying down, waiting on Jeter, and was like, Jeter, get your spot. <laughs> Where's he at? <laughs> but and that to to keep with the theme, but that that is a very easy way to mitigate the nerves is if you know how to navigate the backstage, mm-hmm. and because you you can look at a dude and tell how he wants to call the thing, and obviously you don't want to get steamrolled. You don't want to just have somebody dictate to you what's going to happen. But every guy you work with is a little different in how you. Some guys. Want to call everything? Some guys don't want to call anything. And if you're a call everything guy, and you're working on that one. <laughs> you're not working to call everything guy. You got to figure out how to meet him in the middle. Yeah, because he can do it. There was no middle. <laughs> what? Go, go, tell it. Me and Vega. It was a triple threat at the jungle. Uh-huh. It was me, Vega versus Phantom, Casey Kincaid. and he had just broke up with his girl. Oh, if you catch Casey Kincaid on a bad night. Don't call shit. He just broke up with his girlfriend. So that goddamn Kelsey. Me and Vega <laughs> was calling the match. And like all three of us, we sitting just like as close as we are, we calling the match. And Phantom is just sitting there. Not even in gear. Yeah. Show has started. He's fumbling with his mask. Yep. Finally, Steve uh, came over. He was like, You guys good? <laughs> and me and Vega was like, Well, this is what we what we want to do. And he was like, so we told Steven, he was like, sounds good. He was like, oh, man. So we went out there not knowing what to expect. And then it's it's Casey is final. So that game, you really didn't know what to expect. Yeah, so we yeah. just sitting there looking at each other across the ring and looking at him just like, it was like, well, you go and approach him first. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Of, we're in like henchmen. <laughs> <laughs> and it... it it actually ended up going well. I was just going to say, I bet it probably worked because I would see him during those bullet matches and he'd clock out on the calling. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I'm done with listening to this. I'll get it from y'all later. <laughs> and, you know, he'd be like, ah, I'm a little lost. What are we doing? And then you'd tell him a couple times and then, oh, and then he'd go do his shit. 
Um, but yeah, you catch him on a bad night, baby. It was he was a tough dude to deal with. I mean, under he's wrong still got us a couple of times. He's oh, he's gonna good. get you a couple times. You know, like, he's uh, he's got me when I'm managing him a couple of times. I don't even know how that would happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he panted in the corner, and they just started trading chops on me. And then he started yelling at Vega to chop harder and faster, and Vega just like, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I miss him so much. They they got done and he slams Vega down and yells, You'll never do nothing right. And I was like, I just, I just, I, I was trying to pop it out. Inch your way out of the ring and like slide out. I was like, Oh, well, shit. We told some good stories today, boys. One of us has a pork chop date that they gotta get to. Woohoo, pork chops. Somebody's got a date with Win Dixie. <laughs> But this has been story time with your good buddies, the Rasselman, a tiger mask. Take us home. But I can't help falling in love with you. Something I'll do